Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hi guys, hello. Thank you for downloading our podcast today. Uh, in today's podcast, we talk about sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. You guys ever done it? I don't think so. Don't know. Mm. You strike me as someone that might because you're so like cram as much into a day as possible that your body would be like... I can get up and do stuff while she's even unaware. Useful hours in a day. What mm-hmm. movie is that from? Empire Records. But she was also on Dexies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I um I think I did once, but I was just drunk, so I don't know. Uh, you know, how do you tell if it's if is it real sleepwalking if you were just munded when you went to sleep? Mm. What about you ever met anyone that sleeps with their eyes open? That's freaky. Yes, I had a friend in school who did it. It's weird, isn't it? Dylan. Mm. And he had really big eyes as well. Mm. So you actually, for a second, you think they're dead. Yeah, right. So he was like, hey, Matt, you want to come over for a sleep up? No. Um, yeah. Well, no, well, he, t- he warned me. He's uh, like, just so you know, I sleep with my eyes open, so don't freak out. Mm. Um, and then, of course, all you're doing there is laying there trying to keep yourself awake, waiting for him to fall asleep so you can check and see if it's real that or not. That would really hurt weird. your eyes. Yeah, what are they? Do they see stuff, though? Can you still... You, no, still, no, no, you're asleep, I guess. You have to use a lot of eye drops and stuff if like that. If you notice babies do, yeah. when they're really tired, they don't shut their eyes completely. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Mm. I love watching a baby fighting sleep. Mm. You know, when you see them sitting in a... In oh, a it drives me insane mm. that they're always trying to fight sleep and we're always trying to mm. get more sleep. Yep, I say that to my children all the time. Mm. One day you'll get old enough to realise. I say that to, you know how you always said, when you're going to sleep, you're just pretending to go to sleep. So I say that to mm. Koa. And Koa goes, no. I was like, oh, it's worth a try. Yeah. Because his eyes me. are like this all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is strange. You are pretending to be Don't asleep. Don't do it. messed me up. Until you actually fall asleep. Right, you messed up before that's, that. That's how you go to sleep. When mm. I read that, I was like, whoa. It's mm. so true. Mind mm. melt. Two things you've ruined for me for the rest of my life. What's, What's the, other the other one? one? That shaggy song. Because <laughs> it's so it was, true. It Once me. you hear it, it's so true. Because he's like, why are they still doing it when they know he's home? They're changing rooms. He's following them to the next room, watching yeah. them in that room, and yeah. then going into the lounge room and watching them on it's the sofa. It's not a true yeah. story. You don't know yeah. that autobiographical. No, but it's like it's obvious. Okay, yep. Okay. It's like she caught me on the counter. Obvious. Yeah. So what? Then you go to the sofa to just double check if she's still watching or not. <laughs> Doesn't. Uh, I tell you what, I think she's seen us on the sofa. Let's go to the shower. She's really rubbing it in. <laughs> Look at all these different positions that I don't do with you. <laughs> I'm glad that I've made an impact on your life. Oh, I'll never forget you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had that for your food or something. Even when, I, when I'm at home and I'm doing it on the sofa, I'm like, I bet you Maddie's going to walk in. <laughs> I, he hasn't. I better go to the <laughs> better shower. better go to the shower. Cat's like, what are we doing? No, this joker mate been watching the whole time. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Let's go to the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Footy's back, the NRL tonight, Suncorp Stadium. Uh, the Broncos taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Our B105 Brisbane Bronco is in. Paddy Carrigan, hey, mate. Morning, how you going? I was just telling Paddy on the way in. We were having a bit of a chat, yeah. like footy chat. And I said, uh, you know, I, I knew that Adam Reynolds wasn't going to be playing. I told Maddie. Maddie didn't believe me. Yeah, but, you called know, it. Yeah. <laughs> One nil, Abby. Mm. <laughs> they were saying that they were trying to wait right up until, because he's the, he's the captain. Of course, South Sydney, his old team. 
they were waiting right up until today to find out if he'd be fit, but he tested positive again like two days ago or something? Yeah, so basically um, he just tested positive again on his rat test seven days after, and I think it was a bit of a ask. He's been sitting on his couch in uh, the beautiful suburb of Bunya for a week and mm. then to come out and play against the Bunnies, who I think would be going after him. You want him to be fit because there's a lot of pressure on him for his first game, right? Yeah, for sure, and he's old. So yeah. things happen to old people. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is, he, is he just scared about hey, going up against his old club? Yeah, there's a bit of chat about that. I heard Jai Arrow came out during the week and was like, I think for, he called him a cat for for the word. So, yeah, um, yeah but no, Reno, he was actually really annoyed about this rat test that keeps going positive. And yeah. anyways, got rid of Reno for a week and he's a punish. So, um. <laughs> Why is he a punish? Is he just, he's... Is he like the, the, the older guy that's come in and saying, we need to train harder, we need to be better? Not even. It's just like, he's old and you're like, grow up, mate. You're just <laughs> annoying. Oh, is Tyson he a pest, Gamble. is yeah, he? Yeah, he's a pest, a chronic pest. I think that's why all the South boys were so keen to play him because he's just relentless. But oh, um, I get their back, yeah. But he's good. He's <laughs> good for the locker room. But oh, as long as you're not on the receiving end, then, then you are. Then you like him. Um, what's been said, obviously, um, the Broncos have been in a big rebuild. You know, last couple of years have been tough. Obviously, want to get to finals football. Mm-hmm. That is what needs to happen this year. Has there been a lot of sit down chats with Kevy? Yeah, 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 definitely. I think it's like pretty well known that we want to play finals footy, and I think that's why half of Brizzy was pretty devastated when they found out Renault wasn't going to play round one because obviously mm-hmm. he's a big part of what what the club's building. But um, in saying that, he hasn't died, so we're getting back round two, and um, <laughs> we'll be good to go. Is he actually fairly sick? I think he's been pretty good. Hey. Um, that's yeah, the annoying yeah, thing about it. He too, said it was only mild, and he put yeah. his hand up to play. But yeah. they were like, "No, no, no, we need mm. you to be a hundred percent better." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And like I said, he's been sitting on the couch and doing nothing. You don't so. know that he yeah. might have been quietly training. He hasn't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys had it, because a whole heap of you got it um, pre-season. Yeah. Um, where were you, and how did you all get it? Um, we just went out to dinner, and then um, yeah, got a message from a close friend that they'd tested positive, and then. Our first two, the HP house, our first two tests, like day three, day five, were negative. Mm. It's like, didn't know how we dodged a bullet. We like went to Mexican, had tacos, like the ultimate sharing food. Like I yeah. thought I was down now. <laughs> yeah. And then two negative PCRs, then all of a sudden day seven went positive. Oh, it's like, the worst. Beauty. Oh, you, and we were in the annoying period. So we were in like the two week and then it got dropped to 10 days, but like the long oh, ISOs. And it was yeah, like, right. Yeah. And so do you have to then ring, because that's a hard one to ring the club, like ring Kevy and tell him, because I imagine they're annoyed. Yeah, oh, like, it was at the start, because you don't want to be the first one, and then obviously you know, we'd heard, like, heaps of Sydney people would get in there, and we're like, mm. yeah, we're in Brizzy, we're fine, we're fine. I remember when we found out I was positive, and then, like, I think I might have been the first one, and then I looked at the other two boys, and they're in the, on the couch as well, and I was just like, <laughs> um... Turned the message around, so then it was like, they're down and out, and then, yeah. like, I was, we ring our welfare officer, he's a pretty cool dude, and he has the tough chats with Kevin and all that. But It's one of those ones where you're not allowed to be, as annoying as it can be, you're not allowed to show that it's annoying because it's no one's fault. So you've got to go, oh, okay, it's cool, you know, it's fine. Then yes. you hang up, you're like... Yeah, yeah then so you, you go off. You guys are still living in a frat house. Do you have yep. to try and pretend that you're training then? Like, do you um, know, do you have to be like, they're like, what are you doing for your health? And you're like, oh, yeah, we're getting, like, good food delivered. Yeah, yeah. When really well, it's just pizzas we were, and computer games. Yeah, well, we were the first ones, so there was, like, a lot of... I think there was a bit of stress around, like, mm. the first three. Like, oh, no, what's it going to, like, do to us? We were yeah. kind of the mm. crash dummies. And then, then we ended up being all right, like, the th- like mild symptoms, nothing really. And then a few of the other boys and 
um, staff got quite quite crook. But mm. everyone would ring us and be like, what happened to you? Like, how'd you feel? And I'm like, you yeah, know, we're sweet. Like, right. we were training. Like, yeah. we, were, we were so good. And then um, they'd be like on their deathbeds and mm. pretty miserable. So. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, mate, it's nice to have you in. Um, looking forward to the season um, kicking off again for the Bronx tonight. Um, we're going to see it. South Sydney Rabbitohs, Suncorp Stadium, 7 o'clock. It is on the telly. It's good that you're in because we have um, coming up in a couple of minutes Isla Fisher, mm-hmm. the actress. Yep. We've interviewed her so many times and we're thinking, mm, maybe it could be your turn to interview her instead. Oh, truthfully. Yeah. Dead set. Oh, yeah, right. Do you know much about her? Not a lot, no. So you've got a cheat sheet next to you. Yep, There's I a bit a of a bio. Sheet. She is Australian. Yep, she is. But she's been living overseas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'd like you to mention her accent. Okay. <laughs> and don't look her right in the eye. No, that's not true. That's not, no, she is. She's lovely. Oh, I'm sure she is. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Paddy Carrigan is in the studio at the moment. Well, he's in the building. He can't currently hear us. He's back out in the green room because uh, we're about to play a little prank on him. <laughs> Yeah, we said that he's got an in, uh, international superstar interview with Isla Fisher. Mm. She is... I love how he can't hear us, but yet we can't help we but still whisper. whisper. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, of course. I know. I guess they can't hear us. You have to whisper. So a... we got... <laughs> no, 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 don't, 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 okay. don't be ridiculous. One of my friends whispers so quietly he can't hear her, and I'm like, they're not walking with us. I can't hear you. Same as when someone mouths something to you, and you're like, yeah. I can't... Yeah, yeah, I can... all I can hear is the wet noises. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, Isla Fisher is not exactly Isla Fisher. A red-headed female is going to come up on the screen. She's a Brisbane actress, mm. friend of your um, yes. wife, Emily. actually. Yeah, Emily. Emily, she's fantastic. She's very, she actually looks quite like Isla. Why do you reckon Isla? I suggested she gets it a lot. her? Yeah. <laughs> well, she no, was you... a body double in Home and Away. Yeah. Well, no, no. Like, you know how you think, oh, well, I thought we just went red hair. But then when you put them side by side, they look very similar. <laughs> in the face. In the yeah. face. In the face. In the yeah. face. In and the, the face. shoulders. Their shoulders are remarkably she's got the same, too. So shoulders. she's yeah. going to pretend that she is the Isla Fisher. And we have said, look, when questioning uh, gets a bit annoying for you, just mm. just act annoyed. Yeah. So <laughs> Paddy is coming back in. Pat Carrigan from the Brisbane Broncos. He's going to interview who he thinks is Isla Fisher, mm. but it is an impersonator. Why did you run away from me? I'm a complicated person. It's got baggage. We've all got wolves in us. You just have to make sure you feed the right one. Hey, you're always looking for a new show, and this one is fantastic. It's on Stan. It's called Wolf Like Me. Um, the star of it, Isla Fisher, joins us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Now, Isla, you know um, we've done many interviews many. with you, um, and we yeah. love you very much. Um, but what we... Oh. What we mm-hmm. thought we would do this morning is um, our B105 Brisbane Bronco, Pat Carrigan, is in. So we thought... Um, morning, morning. <laughs> he hasn't done much work lately for us, so we're going to leave him with you to conduct this interview, if that's okay. Okay, fantastic. All right, thanks, You've got Elsa. this, you've got this. Thank you. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> for some reason, every time I come to the yeah, studio, no, Isla, they it. always literally walk out on me. I'm so sorry to hear that. No, that's all right. Um, so obviously... You're um, starring Mary in the new show, Wolf Like Me. Um, it's a pretty, um, well, I've seen a lot of it around Brisbane. Um, can you tell us a little bit about it for, for um, people driving to work that might not know? Wolf Like Me is a genre-bending romantic dramedy. It's, it's a really deep academic look at romantic love and the baggage that people bring into their relationships. And my character, Mary, 
um, falls in love with uh, Josh Gad's character, Gary. Mm-hmm. Gary. Um, and they're getting, yeah, they crash together a few times, literally and metaphorically. And ultimately, without revealing too much, yeah. um, it's sort of an unconventional tale of falling in love. Yeah. Very cool. Um, for essentially for, um, well, it was filmed in Australia, right? Yes. Where yes, else did you guys film the show? Uh, Sydney. Oh, cool. Now, are you from, did you move to Sydney? Because you're originally from Scotland. Is that true? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was raised in Australia. I was born in Scotland, um, but I grew up I grew up in Sydney. So uh, it was very nice to be back home. Been living in the States for a really long time. Um, oh, awesome. And you also started Home and Away when you're there. Did it feel like the old days? <laughs> Um, yeah, yes and no. Uh, it's a bit different these days, but I love my home and away days. Yeah, cool. Um, now I have to ask, I understand that you're married to Sacha Baron Cohen, is that right? Yes. Yeah, and now you guys recently had your 10-year wedding anniversary. Um, a bit like the show, it's a bit spicy, but how do you guys keep things alive for, for so long after, um, you know, being together for 10 years? <laughs> You know, just how any regular couple would. Just lots of love and yeah, lots of communication. Next question. <laughs> lots of Borat. Um, all right. Well, awesome. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to um, seeing it, and I, I know all of Brisbane are, and especially Australia. So, um, thanks for joining Thank us you. this morning. Mm, anytime. <laughs> Oh, they always do this to me. I'm so sorry. No, that's all right. Thank you. I don't know why I keep coming in, hey? Hey, nice work. It's always hard to know how to wrap up an interview. That's the hardest part, isn't it? (laughs) I'm looking at these questions as well, mate. Um... (laughs) I wasn't listening probably. Was she funny about the... So, Sacha Baron Cohen. You didn't stuff. ask about a partner, did you? She was just like, next question. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it was supposed to all be about the movie, but. The show. How an- good, good job. Hey, just so you know, Maddie would have still asked that question anyway. That's yeah, true. yeah, that's cool. How yeah. annoyed was she out of 10? Um, I feel like it's like, you know, when your parent opens your report card for the first time and they see like D's in behavior, and mm-hmm. it's like, not overly angry but disappointed initially oh, and then worse. if we kept going I felt like yeah oh you was... mean she was fine with it but annoyed but then she's yelled at a publicist yeah after and then it was and like said, never let me to the left and like if you ever do that again and <laughs> if this person's ever left with me <laughs> but beauty that's all right well we've got good news for you that wasn't artificial no. <laughs> the whole time I was thinking that this please 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 don't be artificial <laughs> did you realize no just at the start i was like oh please come on obviously don't know the show so i'm like oh my god no. she's like rom-com um or whatever it was and it was all going over my head just thinking next question next question <laughs> please don't be Isla. no that wasn't isla fisher that was uh the closest we could find who looked like isla fisher here in brisbane you were actually very good at you interviewing though um, I think you're lying. No, no, you did no, a great job. No, I think you're good. I reckon you should do... Let, we'll, we'll give you a real one next time, okay? Yeah. So next time we have, sounds good. Who would you like to chat to? Next time we have a superstar, you can chat to him. Who would I like to chat to? Oh. Can we start off like... Can I start off with like 
Adam Reynolds, like someone easy that I can just hang, oh, yeah, yeah. hang a bit on for like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can ask him you can about give his partner. I can ask for 30 minutes. I can just. Do you want like an interrogation room for him? Yeah, that was yeah. Like SAS style. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. The nitty gritties. <laughs> well, we can we can do a little. Like start off easy. Yeah, pa- Patty boring. goes one start on one. Boring. Patty goes one on one. Could be a your new little segment. Yeah. Um, mate, good job. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Try and get some sleep. Look, Taylor, our uh, producer, tells us some epic stories. Most of them we can't repeat on air, but this one we actually can. Uh, you were very excited to come into work and tell people that you did something for the very first time last night. To put into perspective, too, yeah. um, Taylor's from the Shire in Sydney, so mm. if you've ever seen that show on TV... It's exactly what it's like. She she could be a character on there. And that's why your your stories are so great. I take that as a compliment. Thank it you. was I a compliment. I don't know if it was... Yeah, it was. okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Yeah, so last night I experienced something for the first time, which was quite traumatising at the time, but now I'm kind of like, oh, that was cool. Like, now I can tick that off the list. (laughs) Off your bucket (laughs) list. Your bucket list is very strange. Last night you did what? Um, So I woke up on the toilet because I was sleepwalking. Mm. Oh, my God, you're the only one that's so excited by this. I guess technically you were sleeping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, the, the interesting part is that, is that you don't remember getting there, but you had your watch on, which is, you, honestly, a Fitbit or an Apple Watch can really reveal so much. I love mm. watching it because then you know that you had it off when yep. you went to bed. Yeah. I take my ring off and my watch off before bed, and when I woke up on the toilet, I had the phone next to me on the toilet roll holder, mm-hmm. and I had my Apple Watch on, and then I was like, holy crap, what's the time? It was one fifty, mm. so my alarm didn't go off, and I checked, and I had done 600 steps. So you put it on since when you were sleepwalking, because that's a lot of steps. Well, they reset, yeah. reset at midnight, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 So that's why she knows that she's done those steps yeah. from midnight onwards. So what time did you put on the watch, did it say? Midnight? Yeah, you can actually see the activity light up at around like 12.30. Maybe you did more. Maybe you put it on at 11.30, 11 o'clock. It reset at midnight. Yeah. You sat down, went for another walk. For all yeah. you know, you could have done 12K. Well, I am trying to lose weight, so maybe my subconscious <laughs> mind is like, get that in, All right, so 600 steps. You have no idea what you did. You were just pacing? I don't know. Well, the, the living room lights were on, right? and I was in our ensuite, so... I'm making it sound like I live in a big place, but it's only a two-bedroom so apartment. You're in the <laughs> West Wing, and you've yeah. to walk all the way down <laughs> yeah. past the, the dining quarters My and the My favourite part house. of this is she woke up her partner to tell him. Yeah, so I'm so <laughs> terrified that I put my flashlight on the phone. I was like, oh, my God, wake up. I think I just slept walk. And he's like, can you get out of my face? I'm trying to sleep. And I was like, oh, my God, I might be possessed. Do you not care? <laughs> And what's great, too, is you're engaged. <laughs> I'm not married yet. This <laughs> should be a warning. No, he knew. He knew. He knows. But you're engaged to a big, burly football player. He plays NRL for the New Zealand Warriors. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to be scared of his partner being possessed and evil you took 600 steps mm. and he didn't even get up to think, I might go and see what's going on oh, out there. Nothing. And this is where it gets good. We have visitors staying with us at the moment mm. and they're in the spare room. So I was like, maybe um, you should check on them this morning because I don't know if I what went in did. their room and... Have you like, messaged them? The service no. in this place is fantastic. <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to bring that up, because she didn't say that. I got here first, and she didn't say this, but when I got in, she was like, I was sleepwalking last night, Stab, I think I'm possessed by a demon. Yeah. 
No, we knew that. We knew that. She before says it like. Uh, um, so who who are the guests, by the way? Um, my partner's friends. Okay. Yeah. Mm. What do I say? They're going to be waiting up at one thirty this morning. Where is she? God, I hope she puts that steps. on. Six hundred steps. I need to go. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. it's a good way to get your steps without knowing. Well, maybe yeah. you're waving your arm. Mm. Oh, was she landing a plane? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't no. know what she's doing. She, she went in. It. She went into the guests. <laughs> yeah. So maybe he just took four steps in there and the uh, yeah. got confused. Yeah. Thirteen ten sixty. Uh. Sleepwalking stories. Okay. People do wild stuff. Oh, my favourite is the person that bakes a cake. There's a person that bakes a cake and no one wants to stop her mm. because they keep having baked goods in the morning. And why, why would, would you? you? I, heard, <laughs> I heard a story once, and I, you, don't, you know it's an urban myth, whether it's true or not, that someone delivered pamphlets uh, in their sleep. That has to be a myth. Like they you had a pamphlet run and then they woke up one morning and all the pamphlets were gone and they'd already been delivered because they did it in their sleep. So I think people actually get really freaked by it, out by it if, you, if you're seeing someone doing it and yeah, if you yeah. can't remember. But we're sort of thinking that we would put it to good use. Is that what you mean? Like we, <laughs> yeah. would, we would do something productive. <laughs> yeah. I would hope There's so. There's 24 hours in a day. <laughs> you got the grind, baby. you got to do the grind. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. There's another. Uh, you must be really exhausted. That's what's happening. I think it's rather, uh, rather than the possessed thing, we could go with that. But I think you might be exhausted. Yeah, well, I might set up cameras tonight to just see if I do it again. Please do. Because um, <laughs> I might be like a paranormal activity type of thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Cool. Good stuff. All right. <laughs> what did you do in your sweat walk? All right, Beatrice in uh, Nimdendum. Uh, what's happened to you while you were sleepwalking? Good morning. How are you? It's actually my eldest son. He used to take it a little bit step further. He had night terrors. Oh, they're oh. terrible. So that was um, pretty interesting. So he would come out in the middle of the night to the living room and start um, arguing with his younger brother, telling him off. Um, <laughs> we used to have to make sure we'd lock the doors. We were wondered, uh, worried he would wander. Yeah. Um, and one night he actually came down the hallway, went into the laundry, thinking he was in the bathroom, and piddled in his um, little sister's sneakers. Yeah, classic. No, maybe that <laughs> one wasn't an accident. Yeah. Was it classic? <laughs> was it a classic? Could have been. The peeing and things. <laughs> well, that's just go- guys yeah, do it after a big night walking. drinking. Or I don't do know if we? that's I don't know if that's sleepwalking. Maybe we're just getting our revenge. <laughs> I'm sleepwalking. <laughs> where did you do it then? Oh, where I did not do it. Anthony, oh, my hat was wet in the yeah. city. Yeah, you sleepwalk. Yeah, so I'm gonna cut this story short. But yeah. long story short, I used to be the milkman and I delivered milk locally. And anyway, I woke. I I must. Well, I didn't wake up because I was sleepwalking, but I. Stripped my whole room full of the furniture and put it out the front of the fridge, thinking I was at work on my day off. And I've like woken up in the morning. I'm in share. I was in share accommodation at the yeah. time too. Yeah. And like I would have been in my jocks. <laughs> and like I I woke up and I'm like thinking, what the actual like mm. what's happened? Like where's yeah. everything gone? And I've walked out the front, like, into the kitchen, and I'm, like, just seen all my furniture there. And I'm, like... That's rare. You just thought they were milk crates. Just... Yeah, literally thought they were milk crates. Oh, no. Wow. Super strength in your sleep, too. Yeah. Moving everything. Jessica and Griffin, sleepwalking stories, what's yours? Um, so I actually used to sleepwalk when I was a kid a lot. Mm. Um, my mum used to tell me that I used to just walk around the house and like open the fridge like to have something to eat and then there was one night um she woke up and i was just 
standing over oh, pretty no. much her body while she slept. No, that's terrifying. Don't do that. <laughs> and you wouldn't have spoken back. That's why. <laughs> no, no, she woke me up. Like, she, she tried to wake me up and realised I was sleepwalking and just, worked, like, took me back to bed. Mm. Um, my brother also used to sleepwalk. Um, so my parents used to, he used to be really, really honest. Um, so if he was ever, they needed to get information out of him, <laughs> um, they used to ask him questions. That's not fair. Tell the truth. <laughs> wow. That's not fair. You would fair. use it. You would you do would. the same. 100%. Yeah. You're not going to go, excuse me, I absolutely would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you, everyone would. What did they ever find out? Um, they used to find out like he was skipping school and <laughs> wow. um, like, he wasn't do- <laughs> like he wasn't doing his school, like he was just yeah. cheating on other kids. Oh, oh, that is cruel. Hey, Jason, sleepwalking. Good morning, everyone. Love the show, guys. Thanks, Jason. I um, got sent to Melbourne for a work trip a few years ago, and um, boss sent me to the office prior to going. He said, Jace, don't get on it. We know you like to have a few. And I'm like, yeah, promise I won't. Promise I won't. Yeah. And anyway, I went to Melbourne, had a dinner out on the, the boss's card, had one midi or a pot, and um, woke up that night, and I'm I, I go stark as when I sleep, woke yeah. up and I was like kicking on someone's door, looking around. I'm like, this isn't my room. Mm. Realised I couldn't get back into my room. I was locked out. So naked. Naked. <gasps> oh, yeah, stark as. As the day you were born, you know. Mm-hmm. I, went, I panicked a little bit, went to the fire exit and opened up that door, looked down the massive stairs, turned around, fire door locked on me. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> This is in St Kilda too, and I didn't understand anything about St Kilda back then. No. It's full of crackheads. Went, and it's freezing too. It's Melbourne winter as well. And I went downstairs to the to the alleyway to look outside. Like, what do you do from here? Yeah. And I got locked out in the alleyway. <sighs> so then, what, did you walk back around into the lobby? No. I walked into the party. So this is for a, a large motor company that had all the CEOs, the bosses oh, of every God. one of the dealerships, and there was a big. You know, party yeah. going on, and they're all down. Yeah. I looked around the corner and thought, "How am I going to get her out out of this? Mm. Like, this is out of my worst nightmares." Yeah. Long story short, this guy saw me, and he thought he'd seen a naked man in the alley. And I'm hiding behind bins, going, "You've seen nothing." And I've seen a naked man. He's nude. <laughs> I kind of, you know, got the guts walked around there and said, "Yeah, I don't know how I've got here." They've grabbed the tablecloth off, put me in it, and this one guy's gone, "Mate, you've been to a toga party." I'm like. Yeah, done. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. You still work for that company, Jason? No, I don't. No. But when I got back to there, the boss he had a lot to ask, you know, what happened, Jason? I'm like, mate, I literally had one drink. That was it. Oh, you poor guy. Oh, my <laughs> God, that is the worst nightmare. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks, it is worth $10,000 on Monday. Uh, here are some answers to make it easier for you to win. We have got Oscar the Grouch, Omelette, and Offspring. Mm. Gotta keep them separated. Yeah, or it could be a TV show. You gotta be Asha Kitty. There we go. Alpha Box Monday, the 14th of March. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Roll up, roll up. <laughs> It's everybody's favourite game. It's Maddie's What's That Sound? Not 
to be confused with the secret sound because it's not secret. It's just not everybody knows it. On with the show. We've got to be careful when you say everybody's favourite game. Right. Uh, big claim. Here we go. I'm going to play a sound here. Ooh, what yes. I would like you two to do for me, yeah. not say the sound, oh. because 131060, I want people to get involved, uh-huh. but rather I would like you to write on a piece of paper Should what you think the sound is. Oh, you're going to have a song. I'm going to play an ad break and a song here, so you have yeah. plenty of time to get okay. to it. Is All it right. hard? Um, well, the secret sound. This is the easiest secret sound you ever had. Is it a? <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, I, I, um, I don't think it is hard. Okay, okay. but you know right. what it is. When yes. you know, when you know, when you, you know, know yeah. and you only know what you but know. Let me rephrase this. Did you only know when you knew the answer? Like, did you see the no. answer before you guessed it? Did you? I knew the sound right. when okay. I heard it, and okay. it, it brought back memories. Oh, so it's a nostalgia sound. Mm. Um, and. I think there's certain age... I don't reckon younger people mm. will know this sound. Okay. All right? Mm. So, 13, 10, 60. Turn your radio up now. Okay. Mm. I'm going to turn that music down. Is it the sound of a quiet news day? <laughs> God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kids kids today. Oh, I wish it was the sound of a quiet news day. Do you know there was a day in 1940s when nothing happened? Yep. And they said, there's no news. There's no Let's news move today. On. Yeah. Here's um, sport. Wow. That's He'll, news. Here we go. I'm going to play this. 13, 10, 60. You call and say what you think this sound is. I know what it is, but I can't remember. I think mm. I know. See, this is the thing. Can you play it again? Yeah, well, absolutely I can. Locked in my answer, sir. Yeah. Can, All- I say, can I say it off air to you now? No, keep it on the paper and reveal it. Reveal it uh, in the segment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't get sad because there's rules to the game, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, obviously you're writing down something ridiculous. No, 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 no. No, no. no okay. cheating, no okay. cheating. I've already written mine down. No, no I've already written mine down. No cheating. Okay. No cheating. If you two have the same answer, I'll know you cheated, Abby. Don't look at his answer. Cover it up. Do that thing that you used to do in high school where you mm. get your big A4 book and set a little fort up around the front of your desk because you thought you were smart and then you failed the test. So I'll get my uh, ruler that I wrote all the answers in before. And oh, yeah. <laughs> and the inside of your eraser, um, you know, mm. the little piece of paper. Do you know yeah. if you did try to cheat, you ended up learning it because you had to write down the cheat so many times yeah. on different... It's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. My teacher used to say, why are you wearing tracksuit pants in the middle of uh, summer? Or written up my leg. Okay, I'll play it one more time. Okay. One more time. This is a nostalgia sound. I would say bigger than the 90s. Someone might be correct on their answer, Ooh. I think. Yeah, let's have a... Okay. Let's run through some of these... Um, People on the phone who are having a guess. Um, I did ask Abby and Stav to write it on a piece of paper. They've handed Steph cheated, it in. So. Um, I did notice that, and Point I will be deducted. taking that into our account. Did not cheat. I did not. You didn't oh, write down your mark. Um, okay. You, you. Um, I do need quicker answers next time we do this. When I say pens down in the classroom, it pens down. That means you pens can't write down. after. And you haven't got your pen license, so I want you to go back to your pencil. Thank you very much, Amy in Chapel Hill. You're up first. What do you think that noise was? Oh, I'm thinking dot matrix printer. Oh, specific. Oh, yeah. the old dot what was the matrix? Dot, dot, like, you know like what the matrix part is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you remember it would come out and it would have um, little holes down the side of the paper and yeah. then little little bits where you could tear them off. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. I'm wondering how old you had to be to remember, and I think I'm old enough. Yeah, well, we all are in here. We all saw them. <laughs> um, 
No, that's Amy. not it. Oh, yeah. righto. Thank He's you. All right. All right. Thanks, Ames. All right, I'll play it for you uh, again. Okay. What is this? It's a sick beat is what it is. Uh, Chris in Eaton's Hill, what do you think that noise is? Uh, I reckon it might be an old dial-up internet connection. Mm. Get off the phone! <laughs> trying to get on the internet! You should have put a pillow <laughs> over our uh, in the middle of the night. Oh, trying to dial up, try and muffle it yeah. with a pillow. Uh, it's not, no, buddy. No. There's mm. sorry. There's not enough. Do you know what mm. I haven't heard for a while? Remember when mm. we used to have pages? Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, can you even use a pager anymore? I don't know. But it was like you'd have to. Oh, yeah. I've got to call the office. My pager's yeah. just gone. Mm. Oh, I don't call. My uncle was a um, fireman in Gladstone. And he had a pager? Yeah. And then you'd see, like, he'd be at grandma's house having dinner and then his pager would go off and he'd, he'd ring on the home phone. He'd be like, yes! gotta go, there's go- a fire. Oh, I wonder if anyone <laughs> does use it. Jared in Logan, what do you reckon that noise is? Um, I reckon it's the um, these little cords, the red, uh, white and yellow cord that you connect from those old VCR things. Oh, yeah. When they're not connected and they like touch and they go, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Specific and the specific. Co- one of those weird things like when you go to plug in your phone charger and it's the wrong way up. The things on the back of the TV were color coded yellow, white, and red, and you always still put them in the wrong one. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, that's not it, buddy. But great guess, mm. great guess. Uh, all right, we're gonna uh, go to Casey. Here's the sound again. <laughs> uh, Casey, what do you think it is? I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Okay. So it's the sound that you would hear if your mobile phone, it was like the older mobile phones, was mm. near the computer, and right before it was about to ring, you'd hear that sound and you'd know your phone's going to ring. Mm. You got it! That was the best, Casey, because yeah, yeah. I, I was like you. I would go, oh, my God, my phone's about to ring, and then you'd get it on the first ring. Ding, ding. so exciting. Um, it yeah. used to also happen with a text message. So you yeah. would uh, pick it up, and then you would go, oh, bang, there it is. So it was mainly the Nokias would do it, the mm. old Motorola's mm. um, would do all of that. And I did ask the two of you to write down your answers. Yeah. Uh, let's just have a look here and say, Abby Jane Coleman... Yes, A plus for you. What did she write? Um, she wrote... Um, it used to happen in the TV as well. I didn't have the sound, but the correct. TV used to go as well if you had your mobile phone next Ooh. to it. So then you could run to the phone mm-hmm. and get it. <laughs> yeah. You don't even need a It radio. used to always happen with the radio as well. Yes, correct. And um, Stav wrote Nokia phone being affected by... Like metal or something. M- metal, really, yeah. yeah. So that would... I'd probably give you... Half a point? I'll give you C plus. Okay. C plus that answer. <laughs> Not a fail. Ever got. Not That's a true. fail. No, it's That's the true. highest mark I ever got too. <laughs> uh, well done. Casey, you've got yourself movie tickets. Thanks for playing this morning. Oh, thank you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The nation is in shock. The sudden death of Shane Warne, cricket's best spin bowler, a father, a commentator, a larrikin, and an Australian icon. It's pretty devastating to see the vision of him coming back on a private jet. Mm. Just that image of going, I don't know, you just see his parents there and, Mm. you know, his kids, I guess, maybe seeing his body for the very first time. Mm. Uh, A heart attack, a suspected heart attack at the age of um, 52. Mm. But there's so many, I think they're going to have a private funeral for, like, the family and close friends and then they're going to have a state funeral. 
So normally what happens is the state government or I think the federal government will ask the family, would you, would you be okay with this? Mm. And then they will pay for it and put it in somewhere that people can go along. And this is going to be at the MCG. Mm. I think it's on the 30th of March. I wonder if it would be, I suspect, difficult for people to, because when you're grieving someone you love, they were, they were so shared with the world, especially mm. someone like Shane Warne. So they would want everyone who loved him just as much as they did mm. to be a part of that. But you know how some people, when they grieve, they want to just sort of shut themselves off for a little while? They, 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 I guess they're not able to, to do that. Well, I think that's what is good for the family in the sense that they'll have the private one and then they'll be able to mm. share, I guess, a lot more memories with everyone. But mm. it is, I don't know if I'd go to a state funeral or a public funeral. No. No. Because I feel like I, don't, I, I appreciate it and I admire people that go, but I would be a sobbing mess and then there's that whole guilt that you've never met them but you still have a connection with them. Mm. I think, you know, like they still mean something to yeah. you and you've you maybe grown up with them. Mm. But I think that's what they're for. They're, because though yeah. you don't know them, like... They're uh, part of your life. Yeah. I, I, I respect Shane Warne, but I wasn't a big cricket fan. Um, and if someone like Jonathan Thurston, though... Mm was having a state funeral, I, say things like I would 100% be there. He's 100% fine. Oh, he's, he is fine. He's going to be fine. Mm. But I'm just saying, I think he's someone who I highly respect, not just as a sportsman, mm. but just as a person and a human being and the way he treats people. I, I, I would want to be there for that reason. It's, it's different, uh, your personal relationship with funerals, I think. Yeah. Because some people just don't I like... I wouldn't go. You know, you wouldn't go. And, yeah. I, and I've been to... I've been to a lot of funerals, mm. but there's some ones that I've actually missed because privately I just wanted to grieve it and I didn't want yeah. to be around everyone else. Mm-hmm. Some of the, one of them I really f- regret not going to. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, I just didn't feel like I wanted to be. No, I get that. Public with the grief. Mm. Mm. Uh, see, I think what I'll do for you is I mm. won't invite you to my private one, so you have to come to. My oh, you don't get one. to pick who comes. That's the thing with a funeral. You uh, have to. Um, I will have a guest list at my funeral. Of course, and there you will. will be a big Tongan man at the door saying, "Oh, you can't come in, Brit." I've already done your guest list. If you want, you can have a look over it and see which ones you like and what you don't like. It's um, pretty short. <laughs> it's very long, Steph. It's very, very long. Thank you, because you got people to make up the numbers. Yeah, well, I, I rent a that. crowd for funerals. Crowd. I don't mm. think you, for a state. Funeral, yeah, you have to have achieved a certain calibre. Mm-hmm. Which point? <laughs> 16 years in breakfast radio, still got, you've still got years to be able yeah. to achieve that, uh, yeah. Again, and then, yes, <laughs> more, and then more. I think I've done enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know, you can't have a criminal record either, okay, my, for, I a state, I don't. for a state funeral, yeah. yeah I just, don't I'm just going through the checklist yet. What else? What else is on the checklist? Uh, well, I think it, you've, you've got to have a, a tick, a community standing that people would want to have a state funeral. Tick. Oh, how embarrassing if they throw you a state funeral and no one goes. <laughs> you wouldn't know. <sighs> I mean, that's something that I think Anastasia Palaszczuk has to approve, and she won't even come on our show. Yeah, because she <laughs> she'd be so sad and mourning at the loss of such a great broadcaster around this city. He's then right. why won't she come on our show? Because she just can't bring herself to make that <laughs> she, the last conversation she, she, she ever has with him. She doesn't want to form a connection. Uh, yeah. Okay, all right, oh. yeah. No, you mock. No, 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 it's prominent people, usually high-ranking public officials, mm-hmm. who have given long and outstanding service to the state. Oh, you've been here long, but I don't know about outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> And we need to make notes. Oh, I think we're oh, writing oh, a eulogy oh, as we go. Someone just got crossed off the list. <laughs> <laughs>
Dav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yesterday I uh, went to a lovely lunch at Gambaro's. It was a women in media lunch and it was beautiful and I had to like duck out early so I didn't say goodbye. I did a ghosting. Oh, smoke bomb for sure. Well, because you feel so bad, you know, i got to do school pickup and they're like, come on, can you organise yourself better? You ghost a bunch of ladies, it's fine. I ghost a bunch of women, I'm a monster. No one's ever said that. They've, in fact, said, please go. (laughs) Hey, everyone, let's pretend like we don't realise he's leaving. You have never ghosted anyone your whole entire life. I will one. (laughs) Okay, great. You're you're the one. You're the opposite. You're even like, hey, just so you know, like I'm going to go my own way, but only if you're okay. And they're like, I'm okay. Mm. And you're like, no, but seriously, are you? Because I'm chivalrous. Needy. So yesterday, (laughs) you, you said it. Yesterday, I was driving to the school pickup really quickly, right? And I thought, oh, yeah, my steering wheel's kind of pulling, pulling to the left. Mm. And I used to work in the service department, so I, I do know cars a little bit. And I was like, that's not good. But let's not get out and check. Let's just continue to school, all right? Because mm. it wasn't completely pulling. And then I got to school, got a park, and I went out and went, yeah, yeah. So the front tyre was flat. Mm. And I thought I will do what I thought I should do and call hubby. Yeah. So I called Why Hubby. have one if you're not going to use it? Exactly. So I gave him a call and I, he goes, what's going on? And he was busy at work and I said, oh, I've got a flat tyre. And he goes, okay. I went, yeah. And he goes, well, what do you want me to do about it? And I went, I don't know. This is what happened. Like wives call their husbands and they do stuff. And he goes, yeah, but you're fine. I went, yeah, but that's not the point. Mm. And he goes, why don't you do what you know you should do? And I'm like, mm. Call the RACQ. <laughs> call <Yeah>. my boyfriend. <laughs> and I just went, I thought, oh, okay. And I thought, well, I can't, it's not, it wasn't on the rim. So I was like, I should probably be able to travel and get it uh, to a petrol station and Mm -hmm. fill it up. Now, the only thing is I didn't want to – I can change a tyre, but I never have on a four-wheel drive, and the nuts are a little bit too hard. And I thought, that's a commitment. So if I'm dressed up in my heels and makeup and hair, I look like a damsel in distress who's trying to do it and someone needs to pull over. Perfect. Yeah. If I do that, dressed like that, no one pulls over. That's true. And I've tried. And let me tell you, it's people, very disappointing. People still do, and it's it's a commitment to start. Uh-huh. I didn't want to start and not be able to finish it because mm. if I had to do that, then that that would be more embarrassing for me. And I thought also, it's quite a commitment to the person that then pulls over. Yeah, like you have to know how to fix a car if you're pulling over, right? Mm-hmm. And I wonder how many people have just like pulled over and then gone, I can't do that. I got <laughs> Yeah. So good luck. <laughs> the nut one is hard. You you can forgive people for not being able to undo the nut because it, but then why pull over you know mm. well because you're at least attempting it's not oh, yeah. it's what you need to say before you start is go I know how to do this but I don't know how strong the person before me put those nuts on <laughs> so so if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but I'm gonna give it my best yeah you and just that, kick it what just kick it kick what the thing the, the, what the wrench you, when you yeah. when you put it on you can like hit it with your foot oh yeah, yeah there's a bit too many in this one but anyway mm. so i thought well i'll just drive to the petrol station that petrol station was like no there's no air here i'm like great so i went to another one filled it up with air they have no they air. have no, no air. air there was no air the air thing was not working or it's like we've got no air i felt like going well we do we ran out of air let's not put panic into the world <laughs> i'm not sure if you know there's been corona and floods the air supply <laughs> yeah lack of it's air. been hard to get it in yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not working. So I went to another one. It was one of those difficult ones. You know, you got to yeah. manage to do it. And then I went and did all the drop off for tennis and footy and soccer. Mm. And so then it I, had a slow leak in it, did it? It wasn't. It wasn't like it had a slow leak. Yeah, it, it it probably had a slow leak for some time. But then the screw had really got to it. So by the time I went back to Bob mm. Jane and I did the terrible thing where it's like, what time do you shut? And uh. all the boys had sort of started to wrap up. 
And he was like, do you want me to deal with it now? I was like, that would be great. So they just did a repair on it mm. and then I'll get it fixed eventually. So did anyone stop to help you when you pulled? I didn't pull I didn't pull over. Didn't pull oh. I didn't commit to oh. it. For that reason. I didn't commit okay. to it because if I start doing that and I start getting the the jack out, mm. then that's that's a full commitment and I just felt bad for other people having to pull over. Is if it, I was in my tracky dacks and I was by myself, mm. 100%. Yeah. But it's the public issue of having to commit. Yeah. Is it wrong because if you just pulled over and you were just standing beside your car on and your phone, no one would do anything. But if can you, put you a universal thing put up your put bonnet, up your bonnet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but can you do that? And then when people pull over, I ask say them to tire. ask them to help you with other stuff in life, like in life. Hey, yeah, you, just I was just wondering. Were yeah. sausages on special? Are you do you know? Or, it's a universal sign. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Or would it have been rude if I put up the bonnet and someone pulled over and said, "Now it's a tire," and they're like, "No, no, no, no." I wanted to deal with. Mm, the radiator. The, the engine. Now, see, I'd be more likely to help with the tyre. The bonnet, no. That's what I meant. I don't know nothing oh, okay. under the bonnet. Yeah. Would you ever pull over? Yeah, I would. I'd pull over and help. I like that. That's a commitment. For a tyre, yeah. Mm. I mean, not in the pants I'm wearing today. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Mind you, I could take the pants off. Would that no, be wrong? No, no, you I could can't. just be in my underwear. <laughs> no, still I know what you would do. So you would be the guy that would pull over and say, "Are you right?" And mm. I would say, "Yeah." And you're like, "Let me have, let me help." And mm. then other people would pull over, and then no, another guy true. would come out, and you'd say, "You've got this." Thank no, you. No, not at all. I wouldn't, unless I was going to commit to actually staying for the full time. Mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pull over at all. Yeah, because you can't be like, pull over, wind down your window. Go RACQ. <laughs> drive off again. <laughs> Come park there. <laughs> <laughs> I love those videos. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt's Heroes for Heroes. March the 25th, that we would like you to dress up as a hero. Now, it could be a superhero if you've got a cute little outfit for the kids for kindy or for an adult, of course, dress as a superhero. <laughs> or you could do a real-life hero, whether it is a, a nurse, a doctor, an SES worker. Yep. And we're just asking you to put in a gold coin or more, and we are going to give it to the SES because they've done some remarkable work throughout the floods, and they do it throughout the whole year. Yeah. And that's a thing... They're incredible people, the volunteers at the SES. They don't get paid. They take leave from their own lives, put their lives at risk. While people are trying to run from floods and fire and stuff, they're running directly into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And this idea was inspired from something we've done before, and it was so beautiful to see when we did our uh, dress-up day to make uh, raise money for the farmers. There was everyone in the community did it, schools and workplaces, and and it, it was from such tragedy came something so beautiful, I thought. Yeah, and the person that made us think of it from the start is Farmer Billy, we call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's a farmer and he his is... name's Billy. It's a very original nickname. And Billy, you always send us messages because he used to listen to the show or podcast if you couldn't listen while you are out on the tractor. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. So it's, um, yeah, that's just how I keep in touch with the, with the big smoke, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And can you tell everyone whereabouts are you? So we're 700 kilometres west of Brisbane. Yep. Um, yeah, and live on a farm of about uh, 45,000 acres of three properties. Um, run so small. Cattle and crops. And <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, we went through some pretty tough times with the drought. And um, the reason that um, yeah, I wanted to get behind this was basically because um, a lot of the people that are struggling down in the city now were probably the ones that were dressing up as farmers and donating the five dollars and. Yeah, so we just 
the old story of what goes around comes around. So I just wanted to let everyone know down in Brizzy that we're all certainly thinking of you out here. And, um, yeah, we're sort of sending our well wishes and any money that we can throw throw in, we will sort of thing. So. Yeah. Mm. Billy, we know that everything hasn't completely turned around for farmers and everything's great now. Like We're very much aware of that, and that's why these brought tears to my eyes, because you and your beautiful wife, um, Annie, donated $500 to the Queensland SES. Yeah, and it's probably um, a bit close to our heart too, because Annie and I were both with the SES when we were living in central west New South Wales. Mm-hmm. So we basically know that like when the money, where the money goes, it's going to go to the right, right areas sort of thing. So it was just... Um, Oh, basically, it was a no-brainer, pretty much. It's so just what you do. You but. inspired us to do Fiver for a Farmer to help the farmers with the drought, and now you've put your hand up and put 500 bucks in for Heroes for Heroes Day. Yeah. Um, you said you're in the SES. What is it like as a volunteer? Mate, um, well, I went through, went cause, just because of the distance here, I can't sort of join the local one because it's St George, which is sort of an hour and a half away. Yeah. Um, but when we were down in Forbes, uh, we went through floods. Mm-hmm. And so there's lots of sandbagging, obviously, and also we were part of an uh, road crash rescue mm. crew as well. So, yeah, it was it was pretty intense. Um, <laughs> lots of early mornings because yeah, um, yeah, like with the road crashes and that's most of them. So would you get a, at night. yeah? Would you get a call in the early hours of the morning or all through the night to attend to a crash? Yeah, one or, one or two o'clock we attended to a crash where a, a car. Had Bounced, basically bounced off a trailer and hit a truck. Mm. And, um, yeah, we didn't know what we were going to be turning up to because mm. all you get is a pretty brief text. And so, so you're preparing yourself a bit. Mm. But, yeah, luckily it was just, yeah, no one was hurt. Just a bit of shock for the poor old truckie. The most important question here, though, Farmer Billy, is you've paid your money for Heroes for Heroes. Who are you going to dress up as? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> he can go as a farmer. It's you and the missus. He can so go as a farmer. <laughs> I go as a farmer or just throw an SES shirt on, I suppose. I've still got an old SES shirt. You too. can do uh, that. There you yeah. go. You can do that. It, you sent a message, and I'm trying to get my head around this. Are you guys flooded there as well? Yeah, we are. But um, I suppose we're a bit more used to it, I suppose, out here. Mm. But And at the same time, too, um, the floods aren't as probably quick-flowing as down there because I was actually down there when it, as I sent Stav a message saying mm. I was down there. He said, don't come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, just to see the amazing power of the water down there because you've got tides to deal with as well. Well, mm. obviously out here we don't have tides. Yeah. Um, so it was just, um, yeah, it was really amazing. And to see, like, the ICB uh, tunnel there just near the Bricky Creek Hotel, like, probably a, a foot of water, uh, like, foot water away from the top of the roof. Yeah. Like, it just sort of... Scary, all the stuff isn't it? Along, all the stuff along Kingsmith Drive was just... Unbelievable, couldn't get your head around it, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. Farmer Billy, we did Fiverr for a Farmer, um, all inspired by you. We're now doing Heroes for Heroes. Dress like a hero on Friday the 25th, whether that be a superhero or a local hero. Um, make a donation. We're looking for schools, workplaces, all to register at b105.com.au. And thanks for uh, always listening to the show and being a part of it. No worries. Thank you very much for all your support and awareness of everything as well. Thank you. Good on you, Thanks, buddy. Billy. Uh, all right. Make sure you get your school or workplace behind it. Register with us on our website because we want to see what you dress as. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.